Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever it is you're coming from. Thanks for joining. Super excited to be back here for my next episode of my podcast, Rewarding Conversations, as I am here with Chase. Say hello to the world, Chase. Hi, folks. How are you? That's Chase saying hi to the world. A friendly guy. Uh, Now, what's interesting about Chase is Chase and I have technically known each other for quite a long time since middle school, Um, and we are both in our mid-30s now, so that's... That's weird to say. Is that weird for you still to like say and hear? The fact that that was more than half a lifetime ago, um, I was at, at least a foot or two smaller. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Gained some weight, lost some hair. Um, yeah. It's I, I kept I kept my hair and lost weight. So that was a I was happy I with know. that kind of counterbalance. I'm happy for you. No, you look yeah. It was, it's been, uh, it's been a journey. Actually, uh, I was thinking about it and it was really weird because this is the, this is the least I have weighed since freshman or sophomore year of high school. Um, yeah, during the pandemic, I lost about 60 pounds. Uh, so that was, that was quite an adventure. I was like, I figured if the world is shut down, if the world's shut down, I'm going to, I'm going to make some use of it. Right. Absolutely. I did similar um, I got down to high school weight at that point, 180, and I was I was playing around with my nephew. He's like two years old, and I'm just picking him up. I'm swinging him around, and I hurt my my arm. And this is October last year, so I I was went all this progress regressed, um, but and plus October, thank um, November and December, just the worst as far as uh, dieting. I so. Absolutely. And I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually kind of when I started of last year, um, was during those was winter months, but it was, it was difficult because I'm like a soup and stew person. I love hearty things and all of that kind of stuff. So that was really difficult, uh, to kind of avoid carbs and sugars and all that kind of stuff, because that's what you want to eat. That's, that's what you want to get into when, you know, everything's shut down and you just kind of be at home like you want that good stuff right so it it was tough and that's how you know and that's how you know that we're getting older too right because like you you pick up your two-year-old and swinging him around and you hurt yourself and you're like well high school me wouldn't have done this high school me wouldn't have been able to lift them up in general um (laughs) so so let's get into that we just talked about nephew let's hop into that so you do not have kids correct that's correct i've got fur children that is it that is all same 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 exact thing for my wife and I. We have no interest in having children, but we have a dog. Um, so uh, your your um, your partner Kimberly. Um, yeah. Oh, look at the little doggy. So the world can't see, but you're holding up a little. Oh, he's a little fuzzy dog too. Yeah, look at the little is. smushy face. So what uh, what dogs do you have? Do you have two dogs? I got two. I got Lady and Luna. Lady's a pug terrier. Luna is a Brussels Griffon terrier. Both are very anxious, just like their folks. Oh, yeah. I like that. So animals, uh, animals match the parents. I like that. Um, <laughs> my my wife and I have had a couple different dogs throughout our years. We like to adopt older dogs um, to give them a really good last few years of their life. Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of what we've done, um, and we really enjoy doing that. But the only downside to that is they die. Um, so that's not the most fun uh, because dogs are way better than most people. So. Um, 
but but it's interesting. So you said that you and your wife are not planning to ever have children, correct? No. Um, it was this. Is this something that's a, a like a personal choice, or is this something that you guys discussed, or that you've known for a long time? We uh, both. It's one of those things we came to the conclusion. I realize, like, I have a lot of issues where it's like I don't have the 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 patience to deal with or the bandwidth to be a good partner, to be a good, to take care of all the stuff around the house, to do my work both personally and professionally. Um, and let's not even get, a, get into freelance, but to have a child would, it's too much of a responsibility for me. I'm also, I look in the mirror and I see everything and, and I, I blame this upon my profession about I'm a designer. I see how things work. I break down everything that's quote unquote not working. So when you're exposed to something long enough, you can see the faults in it. It's like looking at a photo or one of those prints and you realize like, oh, there's something off of this photo. There's something off here. And then you, the more you look at it, the more you deconstruct and say, oh, this is terrible. So... I'm saying that because I look at myself and for a long time I had a negative self-image about me and it's gotten better, but I don't want to pass that on to another generation. So take the energy we have, invest it in each other, get some nice things, travel the world, make some memories. We have a niece and nephew, or maybe we'll have more. We don't know. And we'll take her take care of her pups that's really funny because my wife and i feel almost the exact same way um we we want to spend our life traveling and adventuring and eating good food and exploring places and having fun and um you know i'm a great uncle um but uh just having kids is just not it's never been in the cards for us ever uh where where you guys traveling to next um actually we are hoping during thanksgiving to go to canada uh we really love canada uh there is an area called niagara on the lake that we really love that's right over the buffalo border um really really beautiful your your last episode right with the yeah 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 really great area she knew that area thanks for listening i appreciate that um i enjoy your your talk i was actually listening to before we get back to niagara i want to mention i was introducing Kimberly to uh, your rambling session from a few weeks ago where you were talking to Prince all about Harry Potter because she is a huge Potter fan. Complete dork. We've got at least four different versions of uh, Philosopher's Stone at her, you know, in this apartment. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, the pop-up. Yeah. And then there's the geek room or the office has like a bunch more. So I was, she was enjoying your take on, on the film as well as uh, Sean saying the differences between the film and the, the book. Yeah, that was a, that was a really fun podcast because I hadn't read the books, but I've, you know, deep dived into the films. Um, and he's, so it was cool that he got to kind of talk about the differences and we got to bounce things off of each other. Oh yeah. Yeah. But We've ta- you've tackled Potter. Let's go back to Niagara. I want to hear about this. You know, tell me on the location. Not, 
Niagara on the Lake is really gorgeous. Um, it's the Canada side of Niagara Falls, but Niagara on the Lake area is about probably 10, 15 minutes away from the falls itself. Um, it's just a beautiful little area um, that's pretty much nothing but restaurants and wineries. So it's it's super chill. It's relaxed. It's kind of tucked back and isolated. And it's just a great place to go and unwind and, and just kind of hang out and be in a be a be a young adult if if you will uh, because i never want to fully grow up i want to keep that fun happy joy inside of me like growing up and being cynical just sounds awful like i want to i want to stay as young as i can you know uh, as long as i can so there's something i learned from from avatar the last airbender um and there's this one joke in that that is brought back again in the sequel series, uh, The Legend of Korra. And I try to emulate that whenever I take photos, uh, just to have fun. And come on, Chase, it's 35. Why are you acting this way? Because I want to. It brings joy to people's faces. Yeah, Um, yeah, I love that. And it might be a simple thing like, um, I'm about to hand tender cash to the to the attendant or just anybody behind the counter. And I'm going to go all out. You, you missed it. Uh, anybody listening, but big giant, you know, dramatic posing, uh, just to have, do something as mundane as, you know, exchange, yeah. uh, my credit card. To, to make fun. life fun and enjoyable. Like sure. that's, that's what, that's how life is supposed to be lived. Um, I see people that are just kind of, they do the same thing every day and they're boring and they don't really have a personality. I'm just like, uh, like I just would never want that. I just, I want to laugh as much as possible and have as many good conversations as I can and live life the way that I want to. Um, you know, so that's, that's what we're going to do hopefully for Thanksgiving. I'm going there. And then for Christmas, we're going back to Vegas. We love Vegas. We go there. Um, we, we try to go like twice a year when there's not a pandemic. Um, so we went in July, we were there for the 4th of July and now we're going to be there for Christmas. Um, so that should hopefully be fun, but we don't go there to do all the Vegas chaos and crazy. Uh, we, we see shows and go to restaurants and stuff like that. We don't do the whole crazy nightlife and all that. Have you ever been to Vegas? I've not, I've wanted to go, uh, just never, there wasn't anything for me to go check out. Um, yeah. Uh, I could, I could give you some cool suggestions and advice. There's, there's really all cool right, stuff in Vegas. Love to take that. that. Please do. Um, Right now, the next place that Kimberly and I are going to be going. Yeah, is- there's there's really good stuff in Vegas. Um, you know, it's it's a place that I have that we've probably been to. I want to say like six or seven times now. Um, so it's it's definitely a place that we like a lot. All right, I want to ask because you went in July. Um, why Vegas in July? That seems ooh, searing of uh, the heat. It was. It was so it was interesting. Uh, it was very hot. It was like 112 degrees every day, um, which was terrible. It's dry heat. So that's one thing. You know, when you step into the shade, it's it's much, much cooler. There's no humidity out there, which is nice. Uh, you know, we grew up in Jersey. That humidity life is real um, and it's terrible. Um, but uh, the other thing was it was actually super cheap. 
Um, it was really, really cheap to go. Um, and we had booked our tickets. They were refundable tickets and we had booked them before Vegas opened back up. Mm -hmm. So when we were booking our flights and everything, it's when airlines were still begging people to get on the flights. So it was super cheap to book it. And then when everything opened back up, it just kind of worked out perfectly. And then actually, if you fly on Christmas, it's much cheaper. So we're coming back from Vegas on Christmas Day, um, and it saved us like $300. All right. Well, as a Jew, I will definitely keep that in mind. Um. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um, I, yeah, so right we... No, no, I know. I get what you're saying. Um, but I mentioned we grew up in Jersey, so we, yeah. we did grow up in Jersey, but, and now I live in Cleveland and you guys live in Philadelphia, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm a, uh, about an hour and a half most from where we grew up. I prefer never to have to drive back, but you know, family's still there. Thank you. Amen, brother. Um, I have no interest in, in ever going back to Jersey ever. Um, but, but I love Philly, but I love Philly. I grew up with such a love of Philly, the food, the culture. I'm a huge Flyers fan. Like I just, the Philadelphia Museum of Art is one of my favorite places. Um, like every other kid that grew up in Jersey, growing up, going to the Franklin Institute um, for every single field trip. Uh, there, there's just so much to love about Philly. And I feel like it gets a bad rap. Um, I mean, for sometimes for good reason, um, but overall, I have such a uh, such a love and respect for that city. I love the you have such a variety of architecture, and that's because of the foundations that were put that were put in place. Uh, I was listening to um, one the Legends of Philadelphia podcast by South Flaming, and they had a history of South Street. They, and which originally known as Cedar Street, it was the the south the southernmost portion to William Penn's territory, and the reason a lot of old cities still exist is because the the roads were built extra wide that there was more space between the homes to prevent fires from going from one house to another and causing the great you know like London fire the great uh, Chicago wow. or the great yeah. San Francisco fires. And that's why you have the architecture from then still around. And wow, um, I had no idea. That's really cool. Plus the fact that it, you've got that's, that's a really really neat. Um, I mean, it it makes total sense. Um, mm -hmm. But I I had no idea that was the reason. That's really neat. And you've got this two mile stretch of land from the Delaware to the Schuylkill that it's all a grid structure. It's all uh, ninety degrees. And then when you go south, I'm like, all right, you get these weird, you know, obtuse lanes that are just at random, um, at random angles, with the exception of the, uh, um, oh, I can't recall the one in, in South Philly, but it's like this big trail that the indigenous people was used to use. And then it's like, oh, we're using it so often, we have to keep it. Um, and... I can't. I want to say Moya Mensing, and I know that's not it, and it's going to bother me for. It's going to bother me for a and while. For the rest, for the rest of time, it'll bother you for the rest of time. At least uh, until eight thirty-seven tonight, when I text you and be like, "All right, fix it." <laughs> uh, put it in the comment section. One of one of my favorite words of all time is "skookle," um, <laughs> because I like to show it to people that aren't from Philly or Jersey, and I'd be like, "How would you say this word?" And they go, 
Um, and I'm like, exactly. Uh, it's, it's, that's just one of the most fun words like ever. Um, next time you're in Philly, you should definitely, um, during the summer when it's like hot out and I'm sweltering, I'm wearing this hoodie. I've got my sweats on. I want to just drench myself in sweat. I'm walking down the Schuylkill. I'm going Kelly drive. There's a lovely walking area. Check it out. It, it feels like some days it's like you're in a Ciroc painting. Yeah. I, I haven't been to, I want to say it's been probably like six years since I've been to Philly. Um, I I would love to, I would love to come back because it is, it is a pretty fantastic city. Um, It's, it's got so much history and so much culture and so much delicious food and just a lot of really cool people. Uh, Yeah. I would, I would really like to come back sometime. Um, Just they've added more food, of course. Um, and all the outdoor dining, you know, post, uh, you know, all the restaurants opening up during the pandemic. Yeah. They're not getting rid of the outdoor dining anytime soon. Yeah. Maybe they'll, so, but continue. How, how was, how was that for you, for you and Kimberly, uh, with, um, you know, the pandemic going on, um, you know, what, what was that like for you guys personally being in, you know, a major, major city? <sighs> All right. So the beginning of the pandemic uh, was like March 18th. Everything started shutting down that day. Kimberly was furloughed by her position. Uh, she worked close by, maybe 15 minutes away in Maniunk. Uh, okay. And then a few days later, on March 20th, uh, uh, I got the word that I was let go. It was they had the, the business as a whole where I was working at suffered like 90 percent of uh, profit drop. I wasn't the only one let go. It still sucked because it was my birthday. and Oh, that's rough. Yeah. Uh, for like an entire year, and even, and even, even after that affected my uh, personality. Um, basically saying, hey, you're not necessary. Um, that's kind of the theme of the year. And that's how it made me feel. Um, for like the first two months, it's warm out. I got the chance to walk every day. I literally didn't drive for two, for two months, and I was ecstatic. Uh, not having to re- I had a full tank of gas waiting for me when I eventually did. Uh, Kimberly found work again in Center City. So I'm driving her to work. She doesn't have an, a license. That's a whole other thing. But I'm driving her to Center City. I'm driving back, and it is eerie calm you know something that normally takes maybe an hour is taking me 40 minutes tops um yeah and eventually things start opening up and like all right i don't i kind of wish you all would go back inside because i i want i don't want to deal with traffic or, or, yeah. or people on the street like you can wear a mask and you can wear it properly just just cover the nose just cover the nose it's not easy for me but you know I, I do it. You can do it too. Um, a lot of... So I try to find time to better myself during the pandemic. Um, and I ended up yeah, working out. I designed a little bit for myself. And I did a lot of reading and copious amounts of binge watching. A ludicrous amount of... of what, what, are, what are your... What are some of your favorite things that you watched? Uh, because of the last year, I can't remember everything. Uh, 
but I did jot down uh, some of the stuff for this year because I'm still I'm still searching for work uh, full time. I've been doing a lot of freelance, which it's fun and it's good to build my portfolio, uh, graphic designer. But yeah, I would prefer you know, hey, I'm fully vaxxed. I can go in and I will gladly work from eight to four, preferably. Pandemic pins were watching. Where the heck are you? Um, <clears throat> so copious amounts of anime. Um, if you want to check any of these out after you finish the um, Avatar, I'm I'm happy to hear some some suggestions. I'm just going to mention the ones that I feel you would you would appreciate. Uh, Mob Psycho 100, Demon Slayer. So time out real quick. Um, my my colleague and friend Brandon, who I did a podcast episode with as well, he's a huge fan of Demon Slayer. He's told me about that one. It's a fan. Yeah, he really likes that one. Oh, man. It is it is quick, but the which allows um, not a lot of filler to go on as far as storytelling, story beats, plus the animation is mm, delicious. Episode 19. When you get to episode 19, you're going to see what I'm talking about. But Okay. All right. I know it's a, it's a ways to go. Um, they recently and the actual manga it's, that it's based upon finished up 23 volumes, which is fairly short compared to a lot of the other ones I'm familiar with or that I read. Okay. Like after, like we were, after I messaged you saying, Hey, you know, like avatar. Yeah, this is anime. I've started. Yeah. Like, All right. What is something that, that Adam would like as far as like manga or, uh, or anime. And I want to keep you, I don't want to steer you towards one piece because it's amazing. But it is long. It is dense. There is a lot of world building going on there. And okay, you're not a fan of uh, Lord of the... No, 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 not Lord of the Rings. Um, a Song of Ice and Fire, Game of Thrones. But it is on... The world building within One Piece is on par with those two series. Um, yeah. Uh, the whole thing with Game of Thrones was... Yeah. It, it's not that I don't like it. Yeah. I just didn't start watching it because... I was worried I would like it too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't want to become addicted to another show. Um, I like, I found to enjoy things that are a little bit more concise um, and, uh, you know, kind of compacted. Like um, I'm a big Mike Flanagan fan. Um, so Midnight Mass, Bly Manor, Haunting of Hill House. I mean, on Netflix, those are just phenomenal shows. They're about eight or nine episodes and that's it. Then the series is over, um, you know, or like what everybody's talking about right now, Squid Game. Everybody's talking about Squid Game. Did you watch that? I haven't seen it yet. I have had spoilers, uh, be it the SNL sketch this past weekend to uh, Wisecrack breaking down the philosophy of Squid Game. Um, one of my favorite YouTube channels. Um, and yeah i didn't uh i i didn't watch that intentionally because i didn't want to spoil it for me because i just started it but it's really interesting and very jarring very like wait what oh yeah um i'm looking forward to like i'm okay with the spoilers i'm bring it on and then enough time will pass and i'll watch it and oh oh yeah that's gonna happen yep Mm, mm, that happened Yeah, yeah yeah um yeah oh man um I I love the new. We're not going to do these twenty-two episode seasons anymore because I 
but in 2012, I did a rewatch. I did a binge of Cheers. Like, all right, it's a classic, but oh, good lord, you do not need 28 episodes per season. And then I know I it's a lot. Up, yeah, when I followed up with uh, with Frasier with 24 episodes, again, you got a lot of filler in there. So yeah. the fact that you're getting these eight to ten episode seasons cut down from thirteen, um, I'm thankful for it. Give me all killer, no filler. No. And yeah, no, I totally agree. Uh, Mob Psycho 100, ten episodes, first season, beginning, middle, end. I dig that. Oh, and the animation within. Um, that chef's kiss. Now, I've been doing a. So a, you being, I, I have to ask you being a, um, you being a graphic designer, <laughs> um, you know when you when you watch things, um, you know when you watch things like anime and stuff, do you feel like you watch it in a different way than just, oh, let me try to enjoy this? Like, are you actually looking really kind of intently like at the animation? At some points, you do you notice the episodes when they're phoning it in. Uh, much like he's taking a break for his dog right now. This is a doggy break. I love you, lady. So there he is. Girl. Uh, yeah, you can tell like some episodes, like, all right, this isn't an important episode as far as uh, action goes. Um, but there, you can tell there's uh, story beats where, like, oh, all right, they're putting a little bit more effort, a little pizzazz into it. Um, for me, though, I like to focus on branding and iconography. So a lot of logo work because okay. my style, I, I love the icon. I love looking at something and seeing how does this translate? How do you tell a story with an, with an image, a static image? Um, so you mentioned the flyers, their logo hasn't changed since its inception. And yep. you've got, like how do you? How many times can you showcase the logo? Can it and can it evolve over time? Now, other sports teams, these theirs have changed. Um, I'm remiss to mention any. Oh, Eagles, keep it filling. All right. So you have the Eagles. They changed from the Kelly Green over two decades ago to Midnight Green or whatever it is, and it's very sportsy. It's got a lot of uh, strokes on it. It's got a lot of, it's very spiky. It feels football. Um, I love <laughs> Yeah. I loved a decade ago when the Sixers, they went from that, where they, they wrote out Sixers and like that gold and silver and black and, and red, you know, in text. And they went back to the red, white, and blue. And it works because you can scale it down. That I that's something I learned in my prior position, which blew my mind. Like, oh my god, I'm learning a lot of the back end stuff there. Like, you can people design or think about the front. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to make this cool image. Cool, but does it work for all these other items? And I'm also a graphic designer at a at a comic book pr producer, a uh, publisher uh, by the name of CMP Entertainment. And I deal with a lot of uh, uh, comic artists who I've seen their logos. 
I love the artists. I love they're great people. They're awful logos. Um, and it, it, it <laughs> infuriates me to a degree because ooh, I tried helping a buddy of mine out and he with his new company and he's working with an animator and the animator made a made the squid like illustration that garbage. Um, it's good for it's good for a print if you just want to put on a t-shirt or something. But no, like I'm not going to see this on letterhead. I'm not going to see this on a website and then understand how it stands out amongst its peers. No, no, not at all. That's that's really interesting um, to hear you kind of talk about all that because I don't think about any of that stuff. I'm not artistic when it comes to design and that kind of stuff at all. I appreciate it all, but it's really interesting to hear you talk about it in terms of what works for whether this is just more of a one note thing or whether it'll work and stand out among other works and how you just kind of look at those things and what you could just immediately think of like different logos and how they've evolved over sports teams and things like that and choosing colors. And it's so cool to hear you talk about that because I never really think about that stuff. So it's really neat to kind of hear your take on that because that's, that's more of your worldview, you know, you're, you're into that stuff and it's what you do. Um, so to hear kind of how you look at that is really neat. Thank you. Uh, there's a, man, I'm trying to think like you want to figure out, what is extra? What is a bit more fat around the edges of a design? Like, do you yeah, need yeah. this portion? Like, what does it represent? And I've gotten to a point where I have my own personal pieces that I do. I want to, I do a lot of uh, quote unquote batch design, uh, where I take a holding shape and I use minimalist icons within it to represent a greater image or an idea concept. Um, and this past week, I actually got, I've been way more productive and done like five of them, uh, which I haven't done in a yeah. while. Um, but the idea is I like to do as much as possible with as little as possible. And, you know, in a way, it's a essential, it's Easter eggs for anybody who looks at the piece. And in other yeah. manners, it's, a, you know, real estate is expensive. Like how, how much can I cram in? Do you, um, yeah. uh, I'm curious, do you have any particular logos or designs or anything like that, that you really love that you look at and you go, wow, they knocked this out of the park. <sighs> Man, uh, I'm certain there are some, I can't think of anything offhand. And again, this is going to be something where I'm texting you at 837 tonight. I'm like, yeah, this one here. Um, but Give me a second. I will. I will do a quick look. No, I mean that's that's definitely something that I would be interested in that you can reach out to me about. Um, you know that I that I you know would like to know kind of you know what what you Burger particularly King. think are maybe some good ones. Burger King recently. I've been looking. At, I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, at no. The beginning of this year, you know, even before the end of this, of last year, I'm looking at Burger King's logo and it feels incredibly dated and. All their product, nothing really matched up together. But then at the beginning of this year, they did that retro logo where, where the bun at the top, they have the red red text in the center. And the company mm. that designed it, who also did bathroom yeah. albums, who they knew the assignment and just made me salivate as a creator. 
as a designer and said, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I like, I'll share it with you on Instagram, but yeah, that's really cool. I want to check that out. Oh man. Like when it comes to sports, when, um, when do you have to leave to go get Kimberly? I got another uh, 15, 20 or so. Like, I've got a little bit of time. I know I mentioned earlier okay. um, due to traffic and such, but honestly, he's been running later. Um, and no, that's fine. I only ask because I try to keep these episodes right around a half hour. I understand. And that's like what we're, that's what, like, we're at right now. So maybe we could do like a two-parter. That would be cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah, if you want to. Yeah. yeah, we could do like a two-parter. Oh, yeah. That would be fun. Because uh, I like I like hearing your take on like graphic design and stuff like that. Um, you know, all that kind of stuff. But uh, in terms of, you know, I, I'm curious because something I wanted to ask you about is uh, I, I met you in middle school and we went to high school together. Um, and then after that, you know, everybody goes their separate ways and all that stuff. Uh I know that I have evolved and changed a lot since my days in school. Um, I'm, I'm curious for you, how, how do you view, how have you evolved and changed and are there ways that you've stayed the same since then? Or do you think you're kind of just like a totally different person? I, oh, we all change. We all grow. Um, we are as cliche as it sounds, the sum of our, our life experiences. And yeah, I know for me, there was a lot of times growing up where I was just, I was painfully awkward and I realized like, oh, and I'm, I'm glad you mentioned this on, on past episodes, but I have anxiety. I have depression. Uh, I'm a very awkward individual because of my anxiety and I, I haven't been diagnosed with specifically but i believe i have adhd this is one of those things kimberly's like hey hon i think you've got this um and she gave me the listing of all the you know just things that match up and yeah i feel that i am um well thank you for for saying that and being willing to to talk about that because it is i mean it might not seem like a big deal to you but it's a big deal to a lot of people out there listening um from my previous episodes i have had people that have reached out to me that have said i i think i have these things and i don't talk about it but it's cool to hear other people talk about it so i appreciate you saying that Uh, what was it like the year like after um carrie fisher died Everybody's doing the outpouring yeah. emotions, and she's talking about like her. And one of the things they would share posts about her, where she would say her own mental health, and you know, yeah, screw it, let let it be put out there that I've got this going on. Because when you know yourself, yeah, you can better work around, th- you know, work everywhere, and you realize like, okay, why am I acting this way? Because there have been times where I've been at work and I've been angry at my coworkers and I'm not able to, to express myself and I had to take a deep dive into me. Um, uh, side, side note, I drive a lot uh, with all my jobs I've ever had, every position, it's always been at least a 45 minute trek one way or another. And during that time, I end up talking to myself. I end up having conversations and going into why am I acting this way? and viewing past experiences and realizing, oh, yeah, this happened before. 
you're feeling this way because you're feeling resentful. Um, and that resent, that resentment is hindering your, you know, it's, it's becoming toxic at work. So sometimes I'd refer like, hey, I'm not the problem, but sometimes maybe I am because I'm not addressing the issue going on with me. And my anxiety is holding me back from addressing it, from pointing out the elephant or whatever large mammal of your choice in the room. Um, and I've gotten better at that. Um, yeah. Hell. And even my fix and going back to my ADHD is like my fixations on certain things. Hell, I remember in seventh grade we had when we had study hall. I was listen, why don't why does this memory keep coming back to me? I was like, oh, the Steiner brothers got back together. Oh yeah, and I kept trying to talk about that, and none of you want to talk about it, <laughs> or which I get why it's whatever, but or even before that. Like, I was a big fan of Zelda. Still am. And that's all I wanted to talk about. I would get hyper-fixated on a thing. And yeah, eventually I'd burn out through it and go focus on something else. And I realized that's, you know, it's, I know why now. And then there's a lot of... That's so interesting. And then there's a lot of... That's, that's so... Th yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's that's a really interesting thing like to think about like high school and middle school and how not just you and I were but other people too. Um and I I don't know, I just feel like we didn't really uh, nobody talked about mental health when we were in middle school and high school. Like I don't do you remember that? Like I don't remember anybody ever talking about mental health or you know like uh, you yeah, know how are right. you doing or it was just like hey stop acting this way, stop doing that. You like it wasn't like actually discussed. It was in ninth grade and somebody mentioned the suicide hotline. Like if you see somebody, you know, call. And that was Yeah. Nice. But otherwise no, mental health wasn't really Yeah, we didn't talk about it. No. I, I, when I was living in LA, I developed like a big, immense anxiety and it yeah. me from working at, at some places. Like I had panic attacks and I didn't realize I was having panic attacks. Um, yeah. I would leave, like I had to say, pardon me, I'm going to the bathroom and just freak out like, oh no, oh no, do I have any aspirin? I made it through, but. Yeah. And it's it's a scary thing. It's a scary thing when you feel something happening or you're thinking something or you're experiencing something and you don't know what it is and you can't identify it and you know and you just kind of go down that rabbit hole of like what is happening to me? Am I okay? What is going on? Um and realizing that you're not you're not somebody that's broken. You're not somebody that's bad or wrong or whatever. It's just, you are who you are. Um, and you kind of figure it out and you, and you make it work. I think of it like this. Um, in there's a function in Photoshop called the curves tool or levels tool. And there is black, white, and there is gray. 253 shades of gray. And that's all we are. Shades of gray. I like that. Yeah. 
nobody is truly evil. Nobody is truly good. We're just people. We're doing our best or yeah. we're failing and trying to just get through the next day. And we are awash. In yeah. Um, I'm actually a big, big believer of that, of exactly what you just said. We're just people and we're just trying to do our best. We're just trying to get through the day. And it's made easier when we're just kind to each other and we support each other and we understand each other um, and we respect each other um, rather than pointing fingers and saying, what's wrong with you? Or I don't like this person or that person. Like just be decent to each other. Speaking of the word wrong, that is my, I hate that word. And I, I I realize the, the connotations of hate, but I hate that word. I hate the way it sounds. I hate the, I hate the word wrong. Again, the way it sounds, like, uh, sound it out. Wrong. Wrong. How does it sound to you? The, it, the, the feeling within you, the, how it permeates in the air, it, it upsets me because people use it as shorthand for incorrect or not right. Like, more... I'm going to reference Big Bang Theory, but there was a, a joke saying, like, oh, it's a little wrong. How can this be a little wrong? You know, well, it's a little wrong. It's like saying that a fruit is a ve- or saying that a tomato is a vegetable when it's actually a fruit, or but that'd be a little wrong. Uh, but and it would be, or it would be a little, it would be incorrect. Whereas outright wrong would be calling it a hyper a hyper suspension bridge. You can see just the degrees that are at play. Yeah. But more often. And how it makes another person feel. Like when you say, you're wrong, you know, it, it hurts. And it, it leaves a thud, a stab within me. Whereas if it's incorrect, it softens the blow. Again, you can see where it's yeah. coming from. And you realize, you're human, it's a mistake, it's not a big deal. Whereas, and there's less of an impact overall. Yeah. So it makes you come across better and makes the other person... words matter um words do matter and what you say and how you say and the connotation that you use words um it it all matters oh absolutely and as somebody who has horrible time uh speaking which thank you for having me on your show uh, um yeah thank you for being on this this has been really nice but as somebody i've had a lot of anxiety come over the past uh, couple of days about the show yeah i would think about how am I going to sound? Not just due to my list, but due to, I get flustered during conversation because there's so many things that are coming through, but how much can get out? Yeah. Like I want to, so my words, I want to make certain that I'm, that my words come across well enough and that I'm entertaining, at least not just to you, but to anyone who may listen in the future. So that's something I was, so I'm thinking about my words. Do they matter? And amongst many other things. So uh, just to kind of well, generally... th- thank you. Yeah. Thank you for being willing to do this and put yourself out there. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you for, you know, be, I don't feel like I'm in that place professionally to, to ever do interviews, but at some point, like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta do it, Chase. Um, yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's, I mean, that's why I, that's why I did this is, you know, I, 
I'm good with words. Um, I know what I want to say and I'm able to say it like, you know, clearly and articulately, I think sometimes at least, um, you know, and, and so I was like, I'll do this because I talk a lot. <laughs> I, that's, yeah, I'll do this. I talk a lot. Um, but what's been interesting is the people that I've met through doing this. I have met so many different kinds of people from all over the country, all over the world. Um, and one really interesting thing is, and I didn't expect this to happen, but so many of the people that I've connected with have talked to me about their anxiety, their depression, um, their worries and fears that people will laugh at them or make fun of them or um, that people will point a finger at them and say, oh, you're different or you're wrong, as you would say. Um, and and hearing these people, I mean, some of these people have, you know, one that I go back to so much is Hazel Honeysuckle. Um, you know, she's a world-renowned burlesque performer. She's been named one of the best burlesque performers in the world multiple times. She headlines the number one show in Las Vegas. Like, literally, she's the poster on the side of buildings and everything. And she talked about she has she has tons of anxiety, tons of depression, um, that she really struggles with public speaking, um, that she struggles with crowds. And yet she is the headline of the number one show in Vegas. Um, and, and it's a really interesting thing when you think about and talk to people like her and like you and like Jamie, even, you know, Jamie was the managing editor of the largest mag fitness magazine in Canada. And she does online coaching and she has, uh, you know, Instagram and all of this stuff. And she's got a six pack and she has a great life. And she goes, yeah, I have sometimes crippling anxiety. Um, you know, so it's everybody from just the everyday common folk like you and I all the way up to these people that have personas and faces and are famous and whatever. Um, and I think it's a nice thing to talk about and hear um, because it's something that connects us all. It's something, you know, when you realize, oh, everybody, everybody has their off days and their off moments and everybody struggles, you, can't be um, you know, and I think it's, yeah, exactly. And I think it's something that connects us all. So um, you know, I, 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 I appreciate you being willing to talk about that. Um, and it's been, it's been really cool to be able to connect with you again, because like, it's been a really long time <laughs> since we've done that. At least 15 years. At least. Yeah. That's wild. They're, I can't believe we're as old as we are. We're in our mid thirties. We're getting old, man. Um, but, gracefully. Um, yeah. Once the, you're talking about getting older, I noticed when I was like 30, like 30 and a half, I couldn't do six hour nights. Like I just, ooh, I was, I was nothing the next day. And then what's the, have you started experiencing where you can't eat certain foods without, you know, your face starting to um, get red and, and, uh, and bead sweat? We're, yeah, we're, we're getting old, man. Um, it's really funny that you said that because. I used to, you know, I used to go to bed at, you know, midnight or one in the morning and wake up at six for work and stuff. And right around when I turned 30, it stopped. I just couldn't do it anymore. It's second puberty. It's such a, it's such a yeah. bad deal. Ugh. Yeah. It was really weird. And I was like, what is happening to me? <laughs> uh, that's really funny. Um, but you know what I would love to do? Um, I would, I would love, um, if at some point down the road we could maybe reconnect again and do another do another episode again, um, I, I think that would be a lot of fun, um, and I think it would be I think it would be a good time. Um, I, I'm I I I'm always conscious of going down the road of just continuing talking. I have to like 
stop my episodes because I could just do this all day. Well, yeah, I can continue going on. Like, I don't need to leave for another 20. Um, and what I'll end up doing at that point, I'm just going to bring the computer with me and finish off some projects uh, on my end, which you want to take a gander later? Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Uh, hopefully you'll get the reference. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they're a little much. But... Yeah, no, send me send me that stuff. That would be really cool. And um, um, but if you could text me your your uh, address later, okay? I'm going because I'm going to Baltimore this weekend yeah. uh, for Comic Con, and I'll I'm gonna after that I'll send you out a care package from us over at CMP. Oh, okay, that's awesome. Thank you. No problem. I, I dig that. Um, but but like I said, this is this has been really really cool, um, and it's been great to talk to you and reconnect. And um, I, I definitely would love to do that more down the road. It's cool to hear about kind of how your mind works with graphic design and everything, and then also hear about the human side of things. Uh, you know, so I, I really appreciate you doing this. Um, you know, and and taking the time to to chat with me and my audience. Um, and uh, yeah, this is this is <laughs> this is this has been really cool though. Thanks, Chase, for doing this. Thank you, Adam. I delight delighted to be here albeit slightly anxious the first time um, <laughs> partly because of this gal right here yeah, yeah. Right. no but i uh this is this has been really cool your dog is super cute i appreciate you coming on and doing this and um we will uh we'll definitely reconnect down the road and and kind of see what's going on with you and and want to hear about like comic-con and and how that all, that all went we'll, we'll do all right. Awesome. Well, for all of you out there listening, uh, if this is your first time here, welcome. Uh, if you're a returner, welcome back. Uh, and regardless of where you're coming from, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and I will catch you on the next episode.